Stranding Radio, episode number 51. Who are you? My name is Todd Adams. Who are you? This is Kathy Adams. Who are you? Who, 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 who? That's my Pete Townsend. That's, that was pretty good. Happy holidays, no, everybody. No, isn't that Roger Daltrey who sings that song? Oh, they mix it up. No. They mix it Roger up. Roger Daltrey sings um, that In an effort to keep our producer, Todd Mansfield, happy, let's tell our audience what it is we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about... Christmas a little bit because mm-hmm. Christmas is coming up this weekend. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about we're going to talk a little bit about chaos because mm-hmm. we've had a little chaos in our life, and yeah. that we talked about chaos last week on the show. Yep. But we're also going to talk about um, some really um, awesome positive things and kind of a I think a new way that we can look at Christmas and pull Christmas into our lives year round. We're going to keep it real. Yeah. Don't we always? Uh, today specifically, we're going to keep it real. Okay, because you're not feeling good. Um, I'm a little under the weather. I think uh, we had some company over. We had our sister-in-law and brother-in-law and nieces and nephews over yesterday. Daddy Max. And I had uh, too much French onion dip and too much <laughs> taco dip and a cheeseburger and fries and a cinnamon roll. Mm, that sounds healthy. And my uh, body is saying, hey, wait, what's going on here? But then if it's only the French onion dip, why do you have chills? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. From the French onion dip? Yes, it's all about the French onion dip because <laughs> French onion dip is so good. Like why would you ever get a low-fat French onion dip? If you're going to do it, do it right. You know, and I've tried the low-fat onion dip um, a few times and it just tastes weird. It has – it's too chemical-y. I don't think it tastes weird. I think it just tastes uh, vanilla. Like you don't taste any of the French onion dip. I think it has a weird aftertaste. But yeah. I like real French onion dip. I had some too, but I don't have a stomachache like it's you. It's so yummy. I just dropped my pencil. Hold on. Okay, don't go too We're far back. away. <laughs> that was a long trip. <laughs> so you talked about chaos. So okay. Sunday morning, you had a surprise. Well, let me say this. On Saturday night, I went to the B96 Jingle Bash. I can't believe you were saying that out loud in front of literally hundreds of people. <laughs> in front of our 10 listeners. In front of our 10 listeners. Um, no, no, that's not true. We have more than 10. We have about 12,000 uh, 12, a month. <laughs> That's pretty darn good. That's amazing. I didn't um, think anybody was going to listen to us. I know, and they do. And we have 12,000 download streams a month. That's just, I can't get my arms it's around boggling. it. It's um, boggling. But anyway, for those of you who are not in Chicago, the B-Bash is connected to this uh, radio station, B96. Do you feel cool when you call it the B-Bash? <laughs> you know, I'm not even trying to be cool. That's just what it's, it's called. It's the B-Bash. Now, what's funny about the B-Bash is that I really haven't listened to B96 in moons. Mm-hmm. I really haven't listened to it in a long time. But I went to the B-Bash in 1996. And that was about 15 years ago. Correct. That was the whoomp, there it is. Whoomp, there it is. And Tootsie Roll. Whoomp, there it is. And I don't know Tootsie that Roll. that chick who sang Total Eclipse of the Heart. Turn to, around. In a fast every way. Every now and again I bet. Anyway, so that was the time. It was the tag team era. Yeah. And um, so anyway, I went to the B-96 B-Bash then. And then my friend Jessica had a birthday party. And we went to the B-Bash um, it's kind of a long story why we went there, but we did, and we all had these amazing seats, and um, we got to see uh, Enrique Iglesias. And Sounds like a splendid night. What happened the next morning? <laughs> this, is, this is interesting, too, for some people. Not really. really well, Nobody knows who Enrique Iglesias is. Oh, my is. gosh. Okay. Everyone Everybody knows who Julio Iglesias is. Okay, sweetie, are you like 59? I'm 39. You're 40. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> Enrique Iglesias, people know who he is. Everybody knows who Julio is. You just Iglesias. don't listen to any radio. You just listen to Pink here Floyd. Here you go. Here we go. <laughs> Ripping our... Uh. Okay. So I'll skip. I'll cut to the chase. But I did have... Um, I was I was really close to the stage, and I did meet Jason Derulo. Oh, my gosh. Jason Derulo. He is so hot. <laughs> I don't even know who Jason Derulo is. I only is. know one of his songs. I don't know him very well What about either. Hanson? Was Hanson there? Hanson was not there, but Joe Jonas was there. Oh. 
And he's so, one of the Jonas Brothers. He is. And then LMFAO was there. And, I, and they you don't so know good. what that stands for. I, I don't know. I, I think don't. they have to do a better job of marketing who they are. Because <laughs> if it's just LMFAO, they need – what does that mean? I don't know. That bothers me. And they only they only had one song I knew, and it was – it's great. I mean, I think it's fun to dance to and stuff. But anyway. So great night. I'm waiting for you to get home because you so, slept at Jessica's house. I slept at Jessica's house, and then – You were doing some self-care. I was. Well, we went out, and I had had a few glasses of wine and such, and so I knew it wasn't a good How idea How many glasses did you have? Well, I think I had two glasses of wine, and then when we were at the B-Bash, I had um, – You just want to keep saying the B-Bash. I know. I had a mixed drink. I had a tonic and something, and then I think that was about it. Actually, I didn't – I only had about three drinks. Not a lot, but I still didn't drive. Anyway, spent the night. Jessica's woke up the next morning, and Jessica walked me to my car, and we were kind. Of, she was walking her dog, and I was about saying goodbye, and I turned on my car, and it went wrong, yeah, like like a NASCAR, like a NASCAR, as loud. I mean, we, she and I both started dying laughing. I was like, "What was that?" Like everybody on the street looked at us. We're you know very um, loud car on a side street in Bucktown, and. Um, so then I was like, well, I'll just drive it home and whatever. Anyway, long story short, I didn't drive it home. It made me too scared. I went around the the, the, um, block. the block on Damon, and I was like, I'm not driving this car. So I called Todd, and he uh, he came out with the girls to pick me up, and we took it in. And the bottom line is – We took it to the mechanic. I didn't think anything about it other than – We know, thought the muffler fell so, off yeah, or something. Sometimes cars – break or right. get broken while they're sitting on the street so the mechanic <laughs> called me this morning and he said i didn't even look at it but it sounds like your catalytic converter got stolen it was stolen I'm like what and I'm like i don't know what a catalytic converter is and uh, sure enough that's exactly what happened these people these burglars these robbers these these thieveries pe- these thieves these hamburglers um take catalytic converters and sell them for scrap and the, but the best part of this story is that the whoever the robber who took our do we call him robber or thief or um, thief this thief care. decided to take our catalytic convert catalytic converter but unplugged it yeah, he gently dis- he disconnected he it. disconnected it gently which means he didn't rip it out so they were able to it's not as expensive it's not as expensive so thief if you're listening thank you for unplugging what it. are the odds of thief listening <laughs> to zenparentingradio.com I'm just trying to make light of something that's that was a and bummer. You, because you have a warm heart, even said, "Well, maybe he, with that money, because apparently you get about three hundred bucks from selling it as scrap, he made a Christmas." Yeah. For his family. That's kind of the way I look at it is that if someone feels that desperate to go underneath my car in the middle of the night and take my catalytic converter, then there's got to be some really pressing needs going on there. Gives you an idea of who I'm married to. (laughs) So I will say happy holidays to that person and I hope that, you know. To new beginnings. To new beginnings. That's right. Start fresh, man. January 1. Um, So you also wanted – well, first I want to talk about – you know, the difference between December and the rest of the year, how okay. everybody kind of has this feeling of, you know, doing things for others and throwing a buck in the Salvation Army tin. Yes. Um, but before I do that, what's the deal with gingerbread houses? <laughs> Honestly, I don't get it. We, we, made, made, we made two of them yesterday. We made them yesterday, and um, I've, I've never done one before. But it seems stupid that it's all yummy with gingerbread cookies and, and frosting. icing and, uh, you know, candy, but you don't eat it. Like how? You can the girls were kind of eating the, <clears throat> but the once gumdrops it's built, and stuff. Yeah, after once it's, it's built, built, no, you shouldn't eat it. Why? Well, because that frosting's sitting out. So? Well, frosting has dairy in it. I, I'm. No, it's all sugar. It's doesn't it's it have just, dairy. In it? I think. No, maybe I don't know. I think we need to eat that when we're when we're done looking at it. Well, but see, then it's sitting out, and so think about a cookie that's been sitting out. 
Yeah. For a long time, it gets gross. Well, it's not going to be six months. It's going to be when we get back. I know, but think about a cookie overnight. Like you actually put the cookies on the plate yesterday yeah, and didn't cover that? them up. No, you don't need to. I did cover them up. You don't though. need to. Well, to, to you, you don't you don't need to. But because they're don't, still yummy. I don't like crunchy cookies. I like them still to be fresh. Well, they are fresh and crunchy. <laughs> Therefore, that'd be crunchy equals stale with those cookies. Regardless, Gingerbread House so is Chips fun. Ahoy. When you get Chips Ahoy out of the bag. Chips Ahoy are the cheapest, yuckiest cookie. I'm sorry to someone oh who likes Chips gosh. Ahoy. They're just crunchy and they they fall all over. Chips Ahoy are the best ever. Really? Except Do you for maybe. really believe that Chips Ahoy are the best yes, ever? I no, just you decided. don't. I, <laughs> They are because what you do is you don't dip the cookie in the milk. You take a bite of the cookie and then you have a glass of milk next to you and then you drink – you swig a little bit of the milk because if you just dip the cookie in the milk, there's not Your enough milk. milk gets ruined. Well, no. I don't care about that. It's just there's not enough milk. You need more milk. Okay. When's the last time you had a Chips Ahoy cookie? Because I we don't have them at our house. It's been a while. It's been a while. So I don't know if you can really say that is the best cookie that there is. Can you say that? I am saying it right now. Oh, okay. Chips Ahoy. Anyway, gingerbread houses are meant for decoration, yeah. and um, the girls are going to, this whole, for the next week until we, uh, you know, go away for the holiday, are going to ask me every day, when can I eat that? And my answer will be the same. You don't eat it. You look at it. My answer is going to be, let's eat it, yummy, yum, yum. Uh, yeah, well, not to them, because then there's a bunch of candy just sitting on the table. And Actually, then, we have that And anyway. then we're parenting from two different places. I know. Then we're is, not on the same page. Which is something we try to avoid. Like yesterday, when the girls wanted a cookie, and I said, I was fine with it and then I said okay and they said well dad said no yeah and I said well then we're gonna have to wait and see what that's about because he obviously has a reason so we walked into the kitchen after much prodding from them and I said Todd the girl said they can't have a cookie why is that and you said I want them to eat their food yeah we were making yummy cheeseburgers and fries Okay. And if we fill them up with cookies, they're not going to eat any. Well, the cookie was about that big. You guys can't see, but it was like just small and round. Yeah. I don't know. So, but we went with your decision. Yes. I said. Thank you. Oh, I said, no problem. Well done. Thank you. more decisions you go from me, the better. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So anyway, that's, that's the finality on gingerbread houses. So, so so I usually get like a hundred bucks out every Christmas and I have singles in my pockets all the time. And, and I, in the car, we have them. And in the car. And we have, probably shouldn't tell people that or people want to take our ones too. Oh, no, they just want our catalytic, catalytic converters. converter. <laughs> and I will have a bunch of ones in either my wallet or in the car. And every time we swing by the Jewel, because if you're in Chicago, you call it the Jewel. Nobody else knows. Or the Jewels. It's the grocery store. Um, you just throw a, a buck in there. It right. makes you feel good. And I have the girls do it right. too. Right. The girls like doing it, yeah. It's just a spirit of the holiday There's one season. at Walgreens too. So your question to me was why – do we do that in December, but we don't do it in the other 11 months of the year? Well, and I think you're just touching on one thing that we do in December. There's something – okay, you're going to like this, and maybe you can sing this. There's this Brian Adams song called There's Something About Christmas Time. Um, something about Christmas time. I need somebody, no. <laughs> somebody like you. Everybody needs somebody. Oh, gosh, I wish I could say that was planned, but it wasn't. Can you sing um, it? You know what? I really am not going to sing the whole song because, unfortunately— Tell me how it is, and I'll sing it. Um, I just sang it for sing you. Sing it one more It's time. called There's Something About Christmas Time. There's something about Christmas. Okay. Anyway, in the, the <laughs> lyrics of this song, he talks about— uh, makes me wish it was Christmas every day okay. because people are nice to each other. Everyone's in Except a really good state. Except the catalytic converter guy. <laughs> Except thieves. Except thieves. <laughs> Okay. Maybe he wasn't in a good mood while he took it. Yeah. He could have been singing. He yeah. was happy. Maybe he sang. <laughs> anyway. He needs to earn his money, too. And he does, you know. And he did. Yeah, he sure did. Well done. Um, so anyway, 
what was I talking about? Um, oh, just the Brian um, Adams. Brian Adams, and just the song. The words are so cool. And again, you know, if you're listening to holiday music like we are, we tend to have it on a lot. You hear this song over and over again, like your Smashing Pop Pumpkins Christmas song that's on all the time. Um, but the song comes on all the time, and it basically just says, you know, why, you know, why can't we be like this year round? And I really. Um, been thinking about that a lot in the last week. I'm going to try and write something about it. Actually, I have a blog out today. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, why can't we, the way that we treat each other in December, minus the chaos, because we talked about chaos last week and sometimes we aren't that kind to each right. other, but the whole giving attitude, the whole excitement. Everybody's kind of, you know, I, I know we're talking about both sides of our mouth, but you're right. People have a warmness to them yeah. around Christmas. They're excited and they're like they're willing to wear their nice clothes and they want to have parties and the kids are all excited and we go out and spend time with our friends and so our family. So these are the good parts about Christmas. Yeah. I mean if we don't make it chaotic. Right. Sometimes people can't stand that stuff and they do it for other people but if you are making these choices and it's fun especially in Chicago right now. It's so beautiful outside. It's not yeah. even cold. Um, but how cool, okay? And then what I hear people say is, oh, can't wait to get through this season so I can get back into January and get back to reality. Right. And my thought is, why is that reality? Yeah, why does that have to be? Why can't... Why can't this be reality? Right. And I mean that really. Probably because we're not like this the other 11 months. So just from a time management standpoint, 11 months versus one month, the 11 month is reality. And what you're saying is doesn't have to be just in no. December. And let's take out the parties, okay? Let's take out the money and the parties and all the things that can stress us out. Just the attitude that like, oh, I'm just going to kind of be this month. Because I know when it gets down to these two weeks before the holidays, I'm just kind of in a being mood. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like we're a little more giving, we're a little more loving, and, you know, we're, we're more focused on when we're going to get together. And <laughs> bless you, sweetie. Thank you. And <clears throat> see, you're not sick at all. It's just the French onion dip. It's the French onion it's dip. It's just the French onion I had dip. like a half a gallon of it yesterday. Okay. But anyway... You know, we talk about that is, you know, we're so focused in December on those really good things. And then we say to ourselves, but in January, I'll get back to normal, get back to reality, which to me really means I'll start depriving myself again. Mm -hmm. I'll start depriving myself of, of these, these times together. I'll work harder. It just sounds heavy. will get a membership heavy. at Bally's. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's just, the funniest thing is the health clubs and the yoga centers. Oh, here he goes again. No, I'm not going to sneeze. You're not going to sneeze? No. Okay. Um, the health centers and the yoga centers, they get so crowded in January because everyone makes these resolutions. And, you know, and let's even talk about resolutions, even though we'll have a show before then. Okay. Um, you know, everyone does things like, I'm not going to do this anymore, mm -hmm. or I'm going to cut, you know, I'm going to cut this out of I'm my gonna life. I'm going to work out every day. Yeah. And they do things that are too heavy instead of giving themselves something. Yeah. You know? So anyway, I'm getting off track. But my question for you is, can you create a reality for yourself in January that is similar to the one in December? I don't mean the money and the cost. I mean the attitude of loving and giving, and why is our quote-unquote reality different from that attitude? Are you asking me or the listeners? I'm just putting it out there. something to think about. I don't know. I don't know the answer to that question. It's like an energetic. It's an invisible force that goes on in January. You get the lights going. You just are in a better mood, and then January hits, and it's cold and snowy, and there's nothing to look forward to in until, Chicago. until baseball season. Yeah, and Jan for you. January, February kind of sucks. But see, the thing is, is do they have to? Like, that's a decision. Let's go back to the whole idea of choice with chaos. Like, why don't we do keep doing nice things for ourselves? Why do we think that reality means difficult, nose to the grindstone, life is hard? Why is that reality? I don't know. 
Okay. I don't know. Well, and I and I don't know if I have the answer for it. I just don't believe in it. You so know what I mean? are you telling me that come January and all the Christmas holiday season is all gone, you're going to still be in this warm place? Well, I can't necessarily say that. But what I do know or what I try and live by is I do try and do things for myself that are good. I do try and I don't force myself to go, you know, run for 10 miles if I don't really want to run. Mm-hmm. I don't, you know, force myself to go to six classes a week or – do you know what I mean? Like there's this, there's this – um, depriving mentality or this forcing or this pushing mentality in January where we think that in January is the time we're going to do everything and get everything done. And we all know how the cycle goes. It eventually fades out. We get into February and March. And why not just go into January being like, I'm going to be as kind to myself this month as I was in December. Well, one thing that's helped me is I, I talk or we talk about looking to nature often when we get stuck. And as a kid and in my last 10 years of my life, I would look at how everything is dead. The trees look dead. Mm-hmm. The snow is covering up the grass. It's covering up the the, li- the life of the ground. And through doing yoga and talking to you, um, I realize that this is just as beautiful of exactly. a season as springtime when everything is growing. Yes. And it's because you, you need to give nature a rest. You yes. need to give the grass a rest from growing, and they just kind of get quiet. And like... You know, even on our block, you know, if you have younger kids, which you probably do if you're listening to the show, you know, during the summer, you're always in and out of everybody's house. Right. Outside all and the time. And then all of a sudden, like, November hits, and you don't see your neighbors for, like, four months. I know. Our, our, the kids don't come over as much. And what happens is we probably get a little bit closer as a family during that time. Yes. Simply because Thank you. Uh, they are not going to the pool, and they're Same not way. running like crazy kids around the neighborhood. And like you said, look to nature. What do the bears do? They hibernate. The bears and, suck. And, Oh, not the Chicago Bears. Oh, sorry. I'm talking about the black bears and the brown bears and those the grizzly bears. bears. The grizzly bears. What I'm saying, is, the Bears won yesterday. No, the Bears got or killed. Or two days ago. And they suck. Oh, they got killed? Yeah. Why did I think they won? I don't know. You don't pay attention. <laughs> I don't. They're, just re- they're really bad. Oh, I know. Johnny Knox hurt his back yes, really he did. bad. Yeah, it was yeah. a bad, bad injury. Okay. So anyway, going back to that, the whole concept, this, there is a reason for every season. And that sounds cheesy. Are you a poet? I am, do but I don't it? know it, but my feet show it. Okay. I don't say that line. They're I Longfellows. Just... Yikes. Longfellow was a poet. Yes, he was. <laughs> okay. Anyway, you're you're a little kind of weird today. <laughs> That's because I have to make up for you because you're what you are. You're sick. You're I'm not one hundred percent. I'm one hundred percent. No, you're not. Yes, I am. Okay. You're anyway, the one sniffling. <laughs> <laughs> Going back to the hibernation, it is there is a reason for every season, and we need to honor what that season means. And what you were saying about oh, it's cold or whatever in January, February, it's supposed to. There's a reason for that season, and if we can take advantage of it, rest more, be together more. Um, it's kind of like you know you're still there. You know, like there's a seed that's planted under there, and maybe new things are going to grow in the spring. But you got to give that time to kind of nestle in and become something. Um, what do you say to the people in LA where it's like 70 and sunny every day? I don't day? know. You know, I have to be honest and say I don't know what it's like to live Anywhere in a place where nice, yeah. yeah I've always been a midwestern girl I've always lived in the midwest um so to me the seasons are very they're literal yeah. you know um I, I don't know what it's like to live in Florida or California or Arizona or a hot place all year round mm-hmm. I don't know 
but I do believe that the cycles are the same, mm-hmm. meaning there still is a time to kind of be quiet and to... Well, um, and the sun stays out the same amount of time, you know. Right. The, the days are longer right. in the summer and shorter in the winter, even if it's 70 and sunny. So there's still a subtle yeah. hibernation right. going on, and there's still, you know, spring is still spring. The mm-hmm. flowers come back. So I just think that, you know, just as Todd said, looking to nature is really huge. And instead of trying to fight through it and say, I'm going to work harder, I'm going to be a, more of a go-getter in January. I'm going to, you know, get out there. Maybe you still rest a little bit. Yeah. And that doesn't mean you don't do your work. People jump all over me when I say stuff like this. Yeah, they go to the extreme. They go to the extreme and say, well, I have to do these things. I know. So do I. We have to take care of our families. We have to go to work. And that in itself can be a lot. Mm. But then the other part where you feel like you need to be doing this, that, and the other thing, you really don't. Just chill. Just chill. Sit by the fire. Yeah. Or, you know, do a do something for yourself. Take a bath. You took a bath. I did. You needed that bath because you just, the French onion dip. The French onion dip, <laughs> way too much. I had like half of the container. And it's one of those, it wasn't the skinny, flat one. It was I know, it was the, the big tub. The I bought tub. it. Didn't I buy it or did you buy it? I bought it. Oh, okay. Well, then um, I feel better So let that. me change it up on you. Okay. Um, and it's kind of has something to do with it. Like I, somebody put on their Facebook um some video that was shot at Macy's in on State Street or okay. Michigan Avenue in Chicago. And it, what, what do they call when everybody's kind of in there and they all sing and dance together? What uh, flash mob. Right. So they did one of those for singing. And these, it was these choir people that all of a sudden sang at the top of other lungs awesome. the most beautiful thing ever. I mean, and everybody kind of just stops. But Like in Shawshank Redemption. Exactly. One of the best movies yeah. of all time. Um, but what I was going to say is it's funny because they have the camera and they show all the people, both the people who are a part of it and the other people with the spectators. And all the spectators, like, I don't know, I'm exaggerating, but 80% of them get their camera phones out. Yeah. And I challenge those people to put their camera phone away. And just watch. And just watch. Oh, yeah. And that's not to say I wouldn't do the exact same thing. But because I wasn't there, I can, I'm detached from it a little bit. Like, I don't know. Maybe I would have just sat there and listened to these these women sing this amazingly beautiful song. Yeah. Or maybe I would have got my, my phone out and recorded it. It's just weird how everybody just goes to their phone. Well, um, it, it is weird, and I think that that is our mindset, is we think we we so don't appreciate things in the moment, and we so are accepting of that, mm-hmm. that we say, I have to get this on tape so I can appreciate it later. Right. And oftentimes we don't even look at it later. Well, and it's not worth looking at it later because you're not there. You're not there. It's, it's through the vehicle of a silly phone. And imagine watching people sing on a phone. You'd be like, yeah, I can see that any day. But being present, that's how I feel whenever we're at one of the girls' events. Mm-hmm. And I know you and I don't always agree on this, but I um, – there was one time you asked me to videotape one of Skyler's dress rehearsals. It was just the dress rehearsal. Do you remember that I when you were out of town? That. And even that was a big pain in the butt because I couldn't watch her. But I need to put it on our end of the year video. I know. And I understand why we did it. So, you know, it, I got it done. But when I am watching the girls perform something, I really – and again, I'm not a camera person. So I'll put yeah. that out there too. Um, those those two things together means I sit there and I watch it. And I really – like uh, Skyler had a little uh, uh, a little holiday song yeah, the other just, day. It's a good reminder of being present. It is. It's just another opportunity that do you, especially, you know, there was a woman there um, in Skyler's, uh, one of the kids in Skyler's class, uh, a mom who has a really nice camera. She always takes pictures. And she said to me, would you like me to send you a picture because I'm taking one? I was like, yeah. Mm. You know, like people, there are people who love to do it, who that's their joy. 
And so, you know, don't feel obligated. Right, right. If you feel obligated, then don't do it. But if it's something you enjoy, then do it. Kind of like how we're talking about going to see Santa at the mall. Exactly. We, Todd and I, do not have, um, even though we may sound like it sometimes, the answers to everybody's (laughs) questions. I I have the (laughs) answers to everybody's questions. Um, Meaning that we all have different opinions about things, and I hope that's what this show brings out. Is that Todd and I feel this way, but. Who, you know, that doesn't mean everyone else is supposed to, and, yeah. and that there's we need to respect everyone's choices Take in their life. Take what you want and discard the rest. Exactly. Um, I want to switch up uh, our topics, but before, I want to talk about our sponsors, partners and sponsors. Yes. Poofin.com. Poofin.com. It's a plush uh, pillow, and you get these little pillows called charms, and the little uh, charms have pictures on them. So if your kid does basketball or ice skating or whatever, um, you can get that, and they go in the Poofin star-shaped pillow. And it is an amazing toy. It celebrates the identity, the individualness of your kid, and it's just an amazing present. And I think if you're going to order it this year, I think I saw on Facebook that Poofin said you have like one day left mm-hmm. to order for the holidays um, just it. to make sure. So you guys, after you listen to this show – Order this right Poofin because, uh, you know, the holidays is this weekend. Poofin.com and the um, the discount codes are Happy Holidays and Zen Charm. Zen Charm. You'll get uh, – it's 25% off all orders and then the Zen Charm gives you like a free charm or something like that. And then Avidco um, or Avid, our other uh, partner, if you are, you know, if you are being uh, hard on yourself and deciding in January you're going to completely redo your house because it's time, um, call Avid because they'll make it easier. So it'll kind of lessen the worry for you. They're going to do painting. They do remodeling. They do additions. Basements, they do, kitchens. Yeah, they do it all, and they're so good, and they're trustworthy. 630-956-1800. I'm going to say it one more time. 630 630- Nine five six eighteen hundred. They're based out of Chicago land area. So if you're from Portland or um, India or, or Belgium, <laughs> yeah, we're big uh, in Belgium. Don't but we are huge in Belgium. Yeah, that's a line from Singles. Yes, it is. Um, so, anyways, I want to talk about. We taught a class on Friday night. We did, and you said that you wanted to talk about. I it. wanted to talk about. I actually taught yoga this morning to adults, um, but on uh, Friday night, you and I taught family yoga. You and I and the girls, our three girls. And we had a great turnout. There were some people. You know, yeah, there's like 18 people there. Yeah, it was awesome. I thought there'd be two. Yeah, we well, our good friends Manish and Chris were coming with their kids, and we thought, oh, it'll just be them, and that'll be fun. But we ended up getting a cool turnout, and it was so fun. And the thing that I wanted to point out was that <clears throat> I laid my mat down, and I teach adult yoga, as I said, and adults always go to the back of the room yeah. where I'll have to move my mat closer to them because, you know, like I'll lay my mat out, and everyone will go so far away from me that I'll have to move my mat toward them and kill Kids are exactly the opposite. I had my mat up at the front of the room. They had their mat overlapping my mat. They were so close to me. Now, part of that can be personal space issues. You know, they're still getting their spatial awareness. But I just thought it was adorable, and I just love the way kids shine, and I love the way that they aren't um, worried about what people are thinking, and they're they're just being themselves, and they're so excited to be there. And they had all these great poses, and they tried everything, and, man – you know, I mean, I could just go on and on how kids are the greatest teachers for us um, because they know that they're supposed to shine. They know it, and um, they don't question it, and then all of a sudden we damper that in them. And I, I hate to say we, but the parents do play a role in that, and we kind of tell them, you know, we jump on the you need to be more humble than that when they do have a natural humility. Right. But we say you need to dampen yourself even more and be like everybody else. And, you know, again, we don't do it with malicious intent, but unfortunately we do often do it. Um, and so I just wanted to say that, that, you know, kids are just really cool, and I had a great time in the class. What's the Gibran poem where he says, your children are not your own. They are life's longing for 
for itself. Your children are not your children. And, yeah. and then it also says something to the effect of you can make sure that you do not try to make them like you, but you can try to be like them. Be like them. Be like the kids. Exactly. Next time you're in a yoga class, get to the front. Yeah, and I, who cares if you can't do it all? The Yoga is the most non-competitive type of what do, what do we exercise? call it? Exercise. It's not even an exercise. Just activity, practice. practice, spiritual encounter, whatever you want to call it. Physical work. Um, it's it's your body. It's you can't do what the person next to you is doing because your bodies are different. You can't do it wrong. You can't do it wrong though because you're you know you just take it and you make it your own and you know I just. Uh, Kind of like meditating. You can't meditate wrong. You can't wrong. meditate wrong. Go sit somewhere for two minutes in quiet, and you're doing it right no matter what. No matter what. Yes. So you did a really good job at class, by the way. Thank you. You're welcome. I was getting a little frazzled because the amount of kids that run around, and you're like, you know what? If we're always telling these kids to sit still, they're not going to want to go to yoga. Right. we got to make it fun. And you do recall that prior to my work with parents, oh, I used to work with children. That yes. was my work. I was a yeah. child therapist. You're on your game. I never get worried whenever you're teaching. Oh, you're nice. I know I am. Thanks, um, honey. So quick movie line. It's from a show that I'm not going to tell you. Hopefully you know what it's from, though. So uh, please hold. Okay, people. Tomorrow morning, 10 a.m., Santa's coming to town. Santa! Oh, my God! Santa here? I know him. I know him. So um, we're going to put that on our Facebook. And if you know what movie that's from, post a different line from that movie and maybe we'll send you a free book. Santa is coming, you know. Santa is coming. A couple uh, more days. Yeah, so we'll be there soon. So this is Todd Adams. This is Kathy Adams. Have a great week. Happy holidays. Adios. Adios.